regarding the Sefer of um, Shari Tshuva. There's a Sefer Shari Tshuva of the Mittler Rebbe, which is together with another Sefer that he combined together in the same book, in the same Sefer, he combined two sections. One is called Shari Tshuva, the other one is called Shari Tfila. Why did he combine the two? So in his introduction, the Mittler Rebbe explains that there is a um, deep interconnection between these two themes, tshuva and tefillah. He says that tefillah is called basi, base tefillah, a house. Every house needs a foundation. Tefillah is the tshuva is the foundation of the house of tefillah. You can't have one without the other. In order for for tefillah to be effective in accomplishing what is it intended to achieve in a person's life, in his avedim, you need to have tshuva first. He starts off the Sefer in the, in the introduction that he wrote this Sefer to address a dilemma that many people who are busy with their business, their lives, but every once in a while when they, you know, they, they have time to withdraw from all the preoccupations of life and try to think about themselves and their relationship with Hashem, they become filled with a desire to come closer, especially in Aseris Tshuva, when Chaydish Elul, and people are wondering what is the proper way to do tshuva. They know on the one hand there's a mitzvah to serve Hashem with simcha, and usually simcha we have according to Hasidus when you daven and you think about the meaning of the Psuka de Zimra, which describes with great uh, graphic description the greatness of Hashem. And then there's bonanus and the malochim and the, the how they serve Hashem, the great awe and trepidation they feel when they say Kaddish, 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 and then Shema Yisrael Hashem Echot. All this meditation amounts to an incredible sense of elation and joy that we are actually connected to Hashem. Hashem is in our lives. He is the one who gives life to everything. It brings simcha. So on the one hand, we know that the void of a yid has to be with simcha, and that's why we have to feel every day to inspire us again and again every day with that central ingredient of Avedis Hashem, which is called simcha. But tshuva seems to be demanding an opposite uh, mental state. It's a state of uh, bitterness, dissatisfaction with oneself, feeling distant, feeling alienated. It's not uh, compatible with the state of mind of simcha. So how do you reconcile the two? And that's what he says. He wrote this sefer, and I combined purposefully these two themes, Shara Tshuva, and right away followed in the same sefer with Shara Tfilah to show that these are two opposite moods, but that complement each other, and they're interdependent. They, they depend on each other. They need each other. Because if you only have Tshuva and a broken spirit, which comes as a result of a genuine realization of one's alienation from Hashem and one's disappointment with one's state and one's own actions. You cannot serve Hashem properly because to serve Hashem properly you need to have simcha. Simcha, if does Hashem be simcha, it's a key to having a real relationship with Hashem. So you need to have simcha. But having only tefillah, which engender, which inspires simcha, is also not good. Because the, the kedusha of Hashem only resides to someone who is humble, egoless, if a person only engages in inspiring and engendering simcha in his life, 
through tefillah and through all kinds of uh, meditations that lead to simcha, then the person's ego is not crushed. His ego still remains even while he's enjoying for a moment to be close to Hashem, but it's only momentarily. Since the ego is still strong, eventually the person will fall from that high of simcha that he achieves during davening, and as soon as he closes the siddur and takes off his talas and tefillin and goes back into the world, he'll fall back down. So you need to have two things. First, there has to be a crushing. Just like when you plow a field, you crush the earth. And only then can you expect after having, against this backdrop of being crushed, after realization, after realization of a person's alienation from Hashem, and feeling truly, truly bad about it, a sense of bitterness and disappointment, only then can the person experience a true joy that will be a lasting joy of being close to Hashem. He says, this is why he wrote the Sefer um, to describe the, the interplay between tshuva and tefillah. Tefillah and tshuva are both fundamental ingredients that set a person on a path in his journey to come ever closer to Hashem every day. Tefillah plays a major role, and that's why we have everyday tefillah, because it's a necessary ingredient to get a person on that path. But you need to precede it with the foundation, with the foundation of tshuva. Tshuva has to be first. And that's why it says in Chazal, you shouldn't start davening first make sure that you approach this exercise of tefillah with a sense of humility, a sense of humbleness and that is by first making an accounting of one's own spiritual state and what has gone on in the past, what has transpired in a person's life yesterday and the day before and feeling truly sorry for those things and only then can you engage in a truly genuinely meaningful experience during davening. <clears throat> and the purpose of his sefer is to teach a person how to effectively engage in this dual process. First, engaging in the process of tshuva, which will humble the person by realizing the truth about where a person is standing in his relationship with Hashem and how far he is. And then showing the person how to shift into this opposite mode, a mode of joy that a person derives from dwelling and focusing on the words of tefillah and the joy that a person can reap from this type of meditation.